Top Hill Recording Podcast, episode 154. What's going on, Neil? What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, dude. Man, had a good weekend in Nashville. We had a phenomenal weekend in Nashville. Went down to see our boy, Dusty Bow. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great. He was awesome. Uh, good time. Amazing experience. We went to East Nashville, which was uh, different. Yeah. Usually, it's the downtown thing, the Broadway, all that stuff. Not this time. So, we yeah, had a we... good time. We did a bunch of new stuff. We had stuff to celebrate. And it was a great time, man. Anniversary for me. Cindy's birthday for you. Yep. Good times. We met, we, we missed our uh, our fifth wheel, though. Brent didn't go with us. I know. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, man, what is wrong with this guy? He's like, God, what's he not? Come on. <laughs> but you're here tonight, man. Welcome, yeah. Brent. He, he said he, he, he blamed it on work, and we'll let him have that. He has to, he has to pay for his uh, podcast habit. <laughs> that and bourbon. Yeah. Okay. Got a great guest with us tonight. Yeah. Nate man. Brooks. Welcome, Nate. Hey yeah. there, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for coming, man. Grab that mic. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Uh, yeah. I got a good grip on things. How was your yeah. drive in? It was pretty good. I was listening to the Dylan Weber Owens interview y'all did with him. Oh, yeah. man. That guy yeah. just walked out of the woods. He's a magical treat for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Have you heard his new EP? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, we recorded yeah. that in this room. Yep. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's great. It, it came out super clean. Like, cause yeah. he was telling me, um, he was telling me, like, what exactly he wanted it to sound like. And he was pulling out some of the Nathan Salzberg records, and, yeah. um, and he yeah. was like, I needed to have that crispy high end that he's got on there. Like, that can't get mellowed out. And y'all pulled it off. So, yeah. was it just this microphone y'all were using? No, today? we used we used the R eighty eight. Okay, uh, up close, and we tried to you know we we placed it pretty evenly between the base of the guitar and the and the uh, end of the neck and the stock head, and then we used the uh, ISK ISKs. pencil condensers. Was okay. those? You got the gems, nice little gems uh, or the pearls. Can't remember which ones it was. I think you got the little gems. Those things yeah, are it little turned out nice. gems. It turned too. out really nice. It sounded great. It, you know, it would be hard to make Dylan sound bad. But. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Key. Key. Yeah. That's key. And he, uh, he, he wanted to have, you know, he wanted to have a, an authentic uh, EP, and it was important for him to play one take, start to finish. Mm-hmm. So all those are one take, start to finish. You yeah. know, it's I think, incredible. I think on a couple of them, he did five. I think on a couple of them. You know, we ran through a couple times and maybe kept a second or third, but it it wasn't. Yeah, but every time we were like, no, it was great. And he's like, ah, yeah. let's just do it one more time. That's a part of it. Yeah. But there was no, we didn't cut anything in. Yeah, we didn't comp nice. anything. Everything was uh, one take start to finish. Mighty impressive. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's yeah. what else is mighty impressive. Nate brought the 1792, buddy. I've oh, got yeah. my glass, though. I'm ready. Your sister's favorite bourbon. My sister's favorite in the world. Small batch, 1792. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for bringing yeah, it in, absolutely. man. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers brother. Cheers. Cheers. Clink, yeah. clink. Clink of the clink. Yeah, let's have a sip. Feels good in my throat today. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's one of the good things about being on video. When we were just audio, I always felt like, you know, we had to sip real quick because, you know, dead audio. <laughs> now, you know, it's now, vis- you want now the there's a visual. With yeah. It. <laughs> I, and, and you know we really like bourbon. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't all fake. It wasn't fake. <laughs> hey, so, I got to say before we even start, okay. Nate has one of my favorite Spotify bios I've ever seen in my life. What is it? I didn't read it. it says, uh, it, I'm, don't quote me, but it's pretty close to 
the record sounds better if you listen start to finish or something like that. I was like, <laughs> 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 what does it say? What is uh, it? Well, I actually changed it, I think, yesterday. But no, yeah, it, it said essentially that. Yeah, uh, I didn't think too long about it. Just like, yeah, try listening to it all the way through. It's he changed nice your favorite way. Spotify bio. You didn't change it to a real bio, did you? I changed it. just says writer from Kentucky now. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll change no, it back it's if you good. like. You can leave that. Just put a uh, side note and then yeah. that. Cause All I was right, like, deal. Deal. <laughs> I said, <laughs> man, I love that. Good, good. You no, know, you, here's what you need to know. Listen from start to finish to this last record. He also exactly. brought us patches, man. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. Can you see that, Brent? Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Creekside Country yeah, Boy nice. Tough Foot Training Program. Those little things are fun. I like those. At, at shows at trade, uh, I'll tell people, all right, if you buy me a beer, I'll give you a patch. And that's a nice deal. Like that, It works out well for me. So uh, what is the patch? Yeah. So about that. Um, it was COVID season and it was that summer. And me and some boys were just walking around in a creek bed and we ditched the shoes and went walking across. We're like, oh, man. Hurts my feet. <laughs> this is how you get tough feet. Oh, we could start a training program. Creekside Country Boy Tough Foot Training Program. And then that night I went home and designed some patches and uh, called up about nine other guys and they all pitched in $10. And we I found this website. They made us 300 of those patches. Oh, so, yeah. 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 Just got them stowed away right now. Brent, so. your dad will love this patch. Oh, yeah. I'll, ta- I'll take him one. <laughs> I'll get you another if you like. <laughs> I'm sure his feet aren't very tough anymore, but yeah. he'll like the patch. What do you think? He's still pretty barefoot most yeah. of the time. Yeah, I'd say so. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, Nate. Well, we're going to start off. Why don't you take us back to childhood and tell us about your early memories of music and then like... At what point did you realize music was going to be a big part of your life? Yeah, um, I mean, it kind of has to be a big part of your life if you're paying attention or if you're having fun. But uh, my dad, he uh, he had one Paul Simon CD, one Lyle Lovett Live in Texas CD, and not much else. He had a Bob Marley CD in there too, and that... So we we were going through those three on the way to school every morning, and then my mom was real into the Beatles and Bruce Springsteen, and that was where more of the passion side of music was coming from, I would say. So tell you what, man, that's uh if you're gonna have four writers, yeah. That's four good writers. And and even five with Bob Marley, because you got you throw that in there, man. That's some feel right there. Yeah, no. I mean the only Bob Marley song we ever listened to is Steer It Up, which I mean Uh, that was that was great on its own. Yeah, that's all you needed. um, The Bob Marley song. Yeah, right. Man, I was so my neighbor pulled me in to listen to some I Love It last week. Oh, I was there. Yep. Yeah. Right. It was, uh, yeah, it was Was it just awesome. me and you or was Kim there too? Yeah, she was there. All right, yeah. So he put, dude, that dude, he was, I guess he got a lot of credit, but he still is so unique and, and interesting. Interesting, yeah. I think, yeah. is the word. He didn't write and doesn't write like other people. Yeah. So his, his as a lyricist, I guess Paul Simon's kind of like that in a different way. But man, you, yeah. you named Ford. You, that's... Sorry, yeah. sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. Like, I mean, that's... It, it, the Lyle especially has really been coming out recently. Yeah. And the the Paul Simon is, like... That was always, like, t- you put him on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Like, always wanted to beat him for sure. But Lyle yeah. love it. Like, over the past three years, I'd say. Like, COVID happened. And, like, I had to move back home to eastern Kentucky, like, into Stanton. And um, really started getting a better appreciation for country music around then. Okay. And, um... Lyle Lovett was just one of the most fun ones mm-hmm. to, to be listening to. And um, yeah, pulling out that that CD that dad had, 
Um, yeah, there's just some funky stuff on there, man. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I ended up doing some piano lessons. Um, I was the only one of my brothers that stuck with it for a long time. I did it for about six years and mm. stopped once I got to middle school. Um, started learning theory a little bit that way, but then I was an iPod kid. And um, my uncle had gotten us like the CD collection of the Beatles nope. on there. So I uploaded those on there. So I would have the Beatles in one ear and then like figuring out how to play along with them in the other ear and was like learning how to play by ear that way. And then uh, things progressed a little bit. Just uh, I got really into indie rock once high school came around. And it was it was the stuff that was fun to play along with. That's Easy was, and fun and energetic. Exactly. Like what? Yeah. Doctor Dog. Okay. That, Alabama Shakes. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Sound and Color. Like that's like one of my, it's top three favorite album. I love the Killers. Um, so yeah, that was when I first started making music. It was really just because I was like, okay, I get what they're doing here. Let's see if I can do it too. So I started mm-hmm. off just like very briefly trying to make covers, and then the writing started happening. But then. More recently, it was um, after about a couple of years of that, the music part of it got more boring and the writing part really was starting to get exciting. Okay. And uh, yeah, that was when it really kind of set in. Like once I actually got an interest in writing songs was when I was like, okay, I'm going to have a habit of doing this for a long time now, I guess. There you go. Yeah. Did you move primarily to guitar once you got to high school or are you still? I was in college. Okay, I was growing college. my hair out as a sophomore and yeah. <laughs> not paying attention to class and learning guitar outside of class. Sounds familiar, so, man. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I was a sophomore in high school for me. I was, uh, <laughs> kept on going. No, I'm talking about being in college, not going to class. I mean, I don't know if you can even consider what I did the first couple semesters being in college. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on, what was your and your roommate's combined GPA first oh, semester? Dude, I don't all know. four of you? I don't know what theirs was, but the, whatever theirs was, it, I, I was uh, definitely pulled up, and they were definitely pulled down in the bell curve. <laughs> if they had a 4.0, Neil pulled them down to a 2.0. If I remember correctly, I think it was like a 1.0 combined. Really? Because, wow. I think your dad used to joke about it. I don't that. know, man. I had a 0, zero so whatever <laughs> Because none of y'all went to class. <laughs> I backed that one up with another zero zero, and uh, that's impressive. It's something. That's, that's a small number. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually loved school, though. I was I was so into classes. I, yeah, yeah. I was good at school and love it, and yeah. But now the music stuff was a little more fun. Well, I figured out in my older age, we had this conversation this this weekend. I just I couldn't go to class, man, because it was more anxiety than than uh not wanting to learn or go to class because I was always a good student. I don't I didn't have to try to get good grades, but I didn't realize until I was like forty three that I have anxiety <laughs> and what it looks like. So yep. that, that yeah, it's just a fear of being going somewhere new. Oh, so that was probably That's it more fair. than anything. So then yeah. I just uh but I didn't want to leave either, so I wanted to stay down there another semester. So I donated another semester's worth of money. Yeah. Where were you at? <laughs> UK. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Lexington, man. It was fun to hang out. Yeah. I could have just went and hung out, though, right? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's harder to convince yourself. It's easier to go somewhere if you've got like a solid reason to go there, you know? Actually, yeah. I did have a solid reason to go there. It just didn't work out either. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you moved back to Eastern Kentucky. After COVID, where were you before COVID? Uh, Bowling Green at WKU. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I love that place down there. Bowling Green's yeah. 
top tier town Man, in USA. There's some good music going on there, there in Bowling Green. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, there is. A lot yeah. of good music. It's exciting. Yeah. 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 It, uh, Cage did a free show before a football game one time down there. Oh, and it, that was so wow. much fun, man. It was wow. it was about like 10 a.m. and just everybody was trashed all across the <laughs> field. Beautiful scene. But yeah, the, the young romantics down there, I really, really love those guys. And like, the um, let's see, Sugar Daisy, they were kind of big when I was in school and then the Josephines were really coming up yeah. and they were really starting to like Josephine's tear were, down it, some yeah. things, man. Yeah. They're kind um, of exploding. Yeah, yeah. And uh they yeah, they've got a high ceiling, I think. Um and there's this guy, Gonzo Eldridge. His name is Nate McClendon, but um he goes by the name of Gonzo Eldridge that he is just uh, magic, man. He's like very similar kind of character to Dylan uh Weber Owens. Um except like very, very spiritual religious guy. I'm a religious guy and he um he just really like he he put me on to C. S. Lewis. And that was a really big, really, really, really big thing for me. And yeah. um, is that Aaron Lewis's brother? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, he was. He was into him and his golden messenger. And like his has been one of my favorites since uh, getting with Nate. And uh, but yeah, Nate McClendon, Gonzo Eldridge, he puts out some magical music. So it's it's good ah, stuff. Yeah, you have to yeah, tell him yeah, reach out to, to us. Yeah. Absolutely, I will, yeah. man. He's a new yeah. father. Oh, congratulations, yeah. Gonzo. Shout out. Yeah, yeah, shout out. Gonzo. Have a drink for Gonzo and his uh, new Cheers, kid, man. Yeah, Cheers, absolutely. Gonzo. This one's for you. Actually, it's for the kid, but we won't drink for anything around here. We had a good time <laughs> with young romantics in here. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And they, they stay in touch. They they shoot a message every now and then. You know, they put out a... I saw on their story today on Instagram, it was exactly one year. Oh, nice. From yesterday or today that they recorded podcast and one oh, shots really? in yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And super yeah. good dudes. They talk about good energy. Mm -hmm. And a good vibe. That was every every one of them were just pleasant, man. Yeah. Oh gosh, pleasant. Yeah. yeah. No, they um. Let's see. So Max Erskine is a guy in Bowling Green. He does the Thunder sound engineering. Oh yeah, love that guy. He's great. Um, he has he mastered my last album. He's going to be mastering this upcoming one too. Um, Matt Porter from Young Romantics, their drummer. He's played on last album. Played half the songs on this album too, and um. Griffin has always just been, he's been my boy. He's been in my corner, like, since putting out stuff under the pseudonym during college. And he was like, he was like, man, good stuff. You got to keep it up. And I was what like, was yeah, the pseudonym? Polar Skates. Polar Skates. <laughs> polar Skates. Yeah, it's still <laughs> polar skates. things. Yeah, Polar Skates, that man. That is a great... <laughs> It was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I, I've uh, been on the fence between pulling it back out and just pulling running it out with there, that. That's great. It's yeah. still out there, though. Huh? Like it. Yeah, it's out there. Polar yeah. Skates is out there. Yeah, there's a one of the projects for Polar Skates was called For Swingin. It's spelled <laughs> F E R S W I N G E N. And that was just so much fun, man. Like, it's because nobody was paying the lick of attention, and I was just messing around with it. And like, uh -huh. some people listen to it. Some people still listen to that stuff. It's just hilarious. But yeah, but Griffin's <laughs> always been in the corner. Um, Mitch, he was on my floor freshman year, or he may have just been in the building. I don't remember exactly what floor he was on. But their guitarist, man, mm -hmm. Mitchell, he's just yeah. We went ice skating together my freshman year of college. So, yeah, that's some history with those boys. We went ice skating together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, another that was another name we mentioned this weekend was Max. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we sure did. And, and do yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is he coming up? Oh, we haven't talked to him. We were just talking about people we ought to have in, and his, yeah. his name comes up a lot in 
Yeah. Talking to people who's recorded down in Thunder Sound. Speaking good. of, hold on. How's your head, man? Huh? How's your head? Oh, Do you need any right. stitches or anything? Oh, it looks good. I thought it'd be way worse than that. I think it went straight in. <laughs> it must have. Brad almost, uh, he, he had a nail hit his brain yesterday <laughs> when he was putting in. So yesterday we did some work to the studio. Brent, could you go to the wide shot, please? <laughs> and put in some can lights, man, so we don't have those lights and those cords running anymore. So we don't have the shop lights and yeah. the extension cords. Yeah, you have no nice. idea how exciting this is. <laughs> I, you know, we've been doing this video forever, and I've always, that was the biggest uh, hurdle in any video. It had to be down a certain level because it was just, you didn't want lights in the thing. And that I didn't. Awesome. I didn't just stick a nail in my head once. <laughs> <laughs> so there's four lights, and every time I reach for that hole, I would hit my head on top of the roof where the roofing nail was Dude, coming through. He, he came down from the ceiling yesterday. I was like, "Oh my god!" He had a blood <laughs> smear over here, one over here. Ah man, I was worried about him. I thought we were going to have to go to the doctor. It was all worth it. It was. Yeah. Look you at had to that, feel man. pretty good about yourself though, with that, like yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feeling like Braveheart. Yeah, a little DIY, you know. Hey, man, I vacuumed down, down here. I vacuumed down here. Felt go. pretty good about yeah. uh, the whole thing. <laughs> felt good about myself. I don't. Don't tell my wife I vacuumed down here. She'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, you can do it." <laughs> <laughs> so Nate, do you go mostly? Uh, you mostly play guitar now, or do you still play keys from time to time? Um, I play guitar just. Mainly because it's the easiest one to have around, but piano is still the most fun one. I, yeah, I just most more comfortable. Fun. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. You get on. It's all right in front of you. It's so logical. Oh, you can man. just see what it's, you're doing. It like, is logical. Yeah, it's it's good. I still don't know the scales on this thing. Like, I only reason I started playing guitar was because like you can have it in a dorm room is one thing, and then like. If you're going to be a songwriter, you have to play guitar with it. Like, so you can't just show up somewhere playing piano. You start playing in college in the dorm room. Mm -hmm. Is that why you started finger style to be quiet in the dorm room? Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> finger style in the dorm room, man. And I think there's a rule on the door that said that's not allowed. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> breaking rules. Hey, so the people are playing these keytars now, man. You could just uh, lug one of those things around. Yeah. I wanted to. Dude, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen one in yeah. this room. It was the only one I've seen in a long wow. time. It's, it was it's, cool. Man. Still the Day only cruise, one, isn't right? It? Huh? Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. I would have liked to have been on the accordion kick. That would have been a fun thing, oh, but I, that'll that thing probably crazy. I'll save that till I'm like in my fifties or something. Though it feels more. Man, I watched the uh, Sam B's polka thing from time to time on I don't know some weird network KT. Mm -hmm. I get down with some polka at times. You, you watch polka? Yeah. Ironically, <laughs> Kim makes fun of me when I do. I think it's cool, you know, it's, just to watch it's, those it's old cool, folks man. do some stuff. Go to like and a German American club. Yeah, the polka you know, bands playing. You know sure, what's best yeah. about it? Is how serious those people are. Well, sure, it's their music, man. They are getting it, <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, next song," and they're like, "It's the same thing as the last one, but it's <laughs> that's cool." I've seen a polka band one time, and we were in Wisconsin, <laughs> and it was a brewery. I think it was called Lakeside Brewery on Wisconsin or Riverside or something. It was by a river. And I've never <laughs> seen so many. First of all, yeah, have y'all been to Milwaukee? You no. talk about beer. Yeah. You bet talk about beer drinkers. Oh yeah. I mean, you go out for breakfast at nine in the morning, and there there be people with a whole table full of twenty five empty beer bottles at nine a.m. <laughs> but I've never seen so many drunk people in my life as I did at that polka place. That's great. It was. It probably held five hundred people, and and they're all just stumbling around drunk. Not just <laughs> not just intoxicated. I'm talking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> drinking, were they drinking the liter glasses like the German beer? I don't remember. No, it was, it was a it was a lakeside brewery. I, 
I bet it was some thick beer, though. You know, those... Matt set us up with it. Ah, we need to hear a song. Yeah. Let's, let's get in here a song. What do, you, what do you have to play for us first, Nate? I got a song called Wild Foxes. It's uh, going to be the intro track for the upcoming album, which I think is going so to be called So this is a new Picasso. one. Oh, yeah. It's a new one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To the valley you were born in It's been a while since the morning And my God, your eyes are starved Wild foxes in the front yard Moving boxes in the back of your mind All seeking ye shall find But the seeking surely has been hard Well, you've been following the wind You end up one side But you'll be coming down again You're floating down the stairway You got nothing busting out the top of your bag You left everything you had long ago you never had the answers But you never stopped to ask the questions either Rubber burning like it had a fever There you go Oh, you've been Following the wind You end up one side But you'll be coming down again Well, you said Goodbye to all your friends you end up one side and never been seen again. Well, I was talking to your father later on, and he asked me if I had a clue. Well, does it look much like I do? And I'm sitting in my study now I guess you're still looking for your own And the pendulum takes its toll Takes a bow Well, you've been Following the wind You end up one side But you'll be coming down again Well, you ought to send your regards To all your old friends you end up one side and never been seen again. Oh, yeah, man. Nice. Thanks. Man. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Appreciate it. Sounded great. Yeah. I didn't hear any uh, squeaks from any, me. Any problems with the sinus infection, man? <laughs> yeah, coming no off kidding. the sinus infection, right? 
sing low enough <laughs> 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 to work with it anyway. Yeah. No, yeah. so on the on the record version, Colin O'Daniel, he uh, he's on there from the Highlanders. Yeah. He's playing uh, he's playing just a killer electric guitar on there, and he actually drummed on that song too. So uh, he and I, we had met like this past spring, I guess, and uh, he was just really friendly and down to help out with stuff. And he was yeah. like, "Hey, I like your style. Let's." Make some stuff, so he's he's all over my new album. It is oh cool, yeah. So he, he's on that one and really adds a lot of spice to it. So mm. yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fun stuff. So. That was another fun group to have in here. Yeah, oh yeah, and they just yeah. came back. Every yeah, everybody yeah. we've had in has been been a good time. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, you know it doesn't surprise me that you're you know you mentioned all these names and it's just what we've talked about many times the community of artists in yeah. around uh, the Louisville scene and the Really, Kentucky, the state, yeah, the state are so generous uh, with each other. It, it's very, very. Um, I don't even. I, I think if you were not that way at this point, you would stand out because everybody is so complimentary and uh, helpful. And it seems like you know, you look at some of the shows that that we go to these days around town, and it's it'll be three people, a three three artist night, and they'll all have been here. And you know, and, and a lot of artists to be out in the crowd. Yeah, watching, you, which is yeah. even cooler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it, it like I think Oliver's at every show in in, in Louisville <laughs> about every Thursday or Friday night because it doesn't matter where you are, he, he'll find you. <laughs> you know, it's crazy though, um, and cool that you mention other people like that because it's just it's just a continuation of of the belief I've gotten from doing this. Yeah. Oh, and props to you all for doing this show too. Cause I mean, what, what you're doing, you're like giving us a chronology for it all, you know? Like, oh, I mean, man. if we didn't have this, then like, I mean, this is becoming the library of Kentucky music on this show. Oh, that's oh, cool. Wow, man. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. It's really impressive. Like, just the, we love it. Yeah, yeah. It, y'all do good with it for <laughs> sure. So, yeah. Man, that's very yeah. nice of you. Absolutely. We appreciate that. We hope everybody's uh, a little bit forgiving when we start the video podcast because <laughs> we uh, we have the audio down, but we're learning video. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're You're learning good. about shutter speed and ISO and yeah. zooms and wide lenses and yeah, switchers and. <laughs> but you know that's something else we've learned with the, with the the artists around here is that everybody's willing to work with you. Yeah, you know, like yeah. uh, think about back to the beginning when we had. The, the very start of one shot, and we had uh, Brooks Ritter yep. and his wife, and we had um, Aaron Bebelhauser. There, yep. We didn't have lights. We didn't know what it was supposed to look like. We didn't have any idea. So It looked it, like they were being interrogated. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the day, that's what it does look like. It does not look like it does now. Yeah. And nobody's ever said anything negative about it. They just have been super complimentary, regardless of, of I think, maybe turn three or uh, hill figs or somebody were the first ones to get lights. Yeah, and it did yeah. make a huge difference. But just a little bit uh, <laughs> of learning during that did not really help us with this, did it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate those kind words. Really, uh, man, thank we, you. we enjoy it. We're glad it's uh, you know, we're glad it's helping people out. And yeah, we hear all the it's... time about people feeling feeling like we introduced them to new artists they might not have ever heard so oh yeah yeah no cool. I, uh, I found ellie on this show and oh, she, she's on a couple of my songs yeah. too like she, she's yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. like I, I saw the video of y'all doing it with her and i i think i was watching like just the one shots of hers and um yeah it was just like like hey 
please, will you come lend some lend some sound to she's my one songs of our real quick? Yeah. Oh, we, we talk Gosh, about her that's, all the that time. That was one of my favorite one shots. Yeah, yeah. she's uh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be too late by the time this comes out, but she's playing Friday at, at uh, Z Bar. You going? I want to go. Let's go. I think it'd be a good idea. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else we'd do. Why not? It's uh, who who's opening? They've been here. Lilac. Nope. The one. Somebody else. Look. Ellie. Somebody in Lilac. Okay, yeah. All right, Nate. We're gonna go. We're gonna take a halftime break here, and we're gonna ask you a few questions. Oh, cool, all right. You cool with that? Hot seat. Yeah, sounds good, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what is one thing non-musical that people should know about you? Something people might find interesting. Yeah, um, I'm going to promote my own podcast. I do it for my job. Yeah, it's a, I, I work in public health. It's, I, I run an overdose prevention-based podcast that um, really just important stuff. Like I kind of fell into the job when I was, I was graduating college and COVID opened up some slots to help my hometown's health department. Um, Eastern Kentucky's been hit real hard by mm-hmm. the opioid epidemic. And um we were trying to figure out ways you can get people to stop being so down on uh, people that have had a hard go with drugs and all that. And I was like, well, let's start a podcast for it. So the local lens, that's a, uh, the local lens is a the podcast we run. We interview people that have their life involving drugs in some capacity, whether it's through their work or personal lives. And uh, yeah, just trying to get people used to hearing those conversations and, comfortable with talking to each other about it and being open with struggles and yeah how many of uh how many of those conversations where you've talked with somebody that's been uh, gone down the road of addiction especially the opiates has it started as a prescription due to an injury or pain or something that they they, yeah in this state alone i mean that seems to have been it's not by accident that those drugs hooked people yeah and hooked people that that I'm really anybody. Anybody can get yeah. hooked on a, on pain pills and opiates. I mean, that's what a lot of those were prescribed to do. Not only hurt, get yeah. uh, kick the pain, but yeah. get you hooked. Yeah. yeah. Well, we what I ended up seeing was about half of them. About half of the people were saying um, it was coming from some kind of prescription, and about half were saying that like just had nothing to do, nothing else to do. So mm-hmm. like, what else are you going to do with your time? Like, go get high. Like that's that's what you're doing for fun. And like for me, that's a big reason to do music instead because mm-hmm. i mean like there's no telling what my mental health state would be if i wasn't pouring so much energy into music you know if um it i pour an unnecessary amount of it for like what i actually do with it but like <laughs> it, the, there's an endless amount of space for your head to go running in and you can obsess over it and it's a healthy thing to obsess over um whereas if you don't do this and you go into using recreational drugs or something or mm-hmm. ever get into using heroin at some party then like man things just get away from you quick and that and that's, yeah. that happens a lot and yeah there, there's a pocket of musicians around eastern Kentucky Aaron Boyd is one Aaron Boyd is a skilled guy um, but like he he's in recovery himself and he's writing about it singing about it and it, it's good and it's pleasant to hear he's not preaching at anybody he's just like hey I've been through some dark stuff and like yeah so using uh, that instrument to yeah. you know maybe shed some pain without having yep. to be a man yeah 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 that's it's good. interesting well, that's man. cool yeah yeah it's fun but yeah no that's that's what i would say is uh 
if you're here and I can direct you to anything else, the while local you're, while you're lens, listening, the, local the local lens. lens. Yeah, yeah, go check Is that, that out. everywhere, Spotify, all that. Yep. All right, all right, uh, on, maybe man. not everywhere. It's on Spotify and Apple, and then it's Google everywhere. It's good. Yeah, you're it's fine. everywhere. That's yeah. everywhere yeah. you, you <laughs> can <laughs> go. Find it. You catch ninety percent of people there. That'd yeah. be interesting. I gotta listen to that. Yeah, it's a fun thing. All right, Nate, tell us about. A uh, nightmare gig or your most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you on stage? <laughs> well, so, all right. I don't play live a ton. I've never been in love with that. I, I tried to get into it over the past couple of years. And like, really, that's just not for me. I, I uh, Really? Yeah, yeah, it's it's just not a part of what so I love doing. So everyone's a nightmare for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, there there were definitely like this happened at least five times. I was on stage and just forgot an entire verse and like just had to be like, you know what? That's it. We got to call the song there. And that's always embarrassing when that happens. <laughs> but like, because I mean, I wrote the song. I should know the words. Yeah, I, but, could, like, I could miss the whole song of Brown Eyed Girl, man. That's fine if you miss your own words. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. what is it that you don't like about performing live or don't love? It just. It takes a lot of effort to get it going, you know. It, it, uh, I'm fine with getting on stage. Like, I really don't have any stage fright at this point anymore. It's, it's not necessarily that. It's just like finding gigs. It's staying up late. I don't, I don't like being out too late. I'm not, I'm not a bar scene guy necessarily. I'll, I'll go out every now and then, but like, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, um, well, Jim Croce, I'll put it this way Jim Croce is like one of my favorite people on the planet. And he uh, made it big, got famous, and was touring the world. And after about a year, was just like, that's not what I want to do with my life. Like, I, I'm going to go home and spend this time with the people I love and all that. And mm -hmm. uh, plane wrecked before he got home. So mm -hmm. he was just, he realized, that, like, that's not what he wanted to do this time. And then didn't have the chance to do it. Mm -hmm. And, like, the Beatles stopped touring after a little bit. Like, I mean, I think it was for, like, Beatlemania reasons or something like that, but I mean, yeah, like, they couldn't hear their instruments. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. too loud. That's not a problem I was having. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever tried? Uh, yeah. Have you ever tried like house shows or that's you know, mostly true what I was doing? Yeah, 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 like those and some open mics and like at the Tim Faulkner Gallery. Like the okay. Tim Faulkner Gallery was a beautiful place when that was up and running. That's Portal now yeah. at Portland is uh, it? It's it's okay. back. Yeah, it's yeah, mostly good. like death metal shows and stuff, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Bring it on. Take hey, your earplugs. Can, can anybody please tell me what the appeal is of like like wanting to punch other dudes in a pit of anger? I mean, dude, those guys kick and they like kick and shit. At I least mean, they, they do it there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, yeah. You go to like a Lamb of God concert or something like that, it's insanity. Uh -oh. I wonder I how know. many of those guys were linemen in football in yeah. high school. You know, I was like I say to say, yeah. I, I just think there's got to be some places like that for some people. Yeah, yeah. there has to be football. It has to be boxing. It has to be MMA. It has to be punch, okay. punching your friend in the face at a concert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's incredible though that they can do that. So they can get a black eye and then just be like, you know what? That's fine with me. Let me yeah, 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 yeah. last night. You punched the hell out of me, man. I was, I was, I was dizzy. Yeah. That's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last question. Then we'll get on back to the real interview. Who's the last local artist you listen to? Well... I've been giving a lot of shout-outs to people all through this so far. Um, 
Last one. It, Last one you've had in your ears. It was Dylan. Yeah, okay. it, it was Dylan through through the interview. I was listening to some of his, and then uh, right before that was Gonzo. Um, but I have to plug Catherine Brooks on here. I don't know if y'all know who she is yet, but you've got to get on Catherine Brooks. I just figured um, she was related to you. No, no, she's not. I've <laughs> uh, been dating her younger sister off and on, and Catherine and I used to, her younger sister's name's Margaret, and uh, Catherine and I, we started like doing some music stuff together, like because we were around each other and uh, no relation at all, and just like happenstance. And people were always confused with stuff. So Catherine is a friend and all that, but she's incredible. She she just put out a, her own five song EP that Anthony Keenan produced it, and um, she yeah, she's a good writer. She's like uh, she's a Bob Dylan grandkid kind of thing, yeah. and uh, following those footsteps and. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, okay. she's worth looking for. So. Man, they're giving yeah. us some work to do. I'm giving you some work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fellow podcaster, he knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> needs some guests. I want to get polar skates back together. <laughs> <laughs> when was uh, you, you know, you're talking about not really uh, playing out live a lot, and you know, start with keys, moving to guitar. When was the first time you performed publicly? It was. Um, let's see. It was in 2021, I think. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was in 2021. Like, by the end of 2020, I had just started to, like, play in front of my family and was just like, hey, this is weird. And I couldn't make it through a song. I, I couldn't do it. I was never crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wouldn't cry. I would just shut up. You know, like, I just, yeah. just, just squeak a little more than anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And... No, it, it was 2021. I don't remember exactly what like the first show even was, but it was like doing some house show kind of stuff, and then like open mics and um, really just trying to break the rust a little wow. bit. Yeah. Stuff, out of the, you know, yeah. I would. That stuff's too intimate. That's why it's. Uh, that's probably why the performing live isn't a big thing because that's way too personal. No, the, the, I hate the thought of playing at a bar though, oh, where just nobody's paying attention. I had to, yeah. oh, I can't that's do that. True too. Yeah, hey, I did try it. I just did not yeah. like it, man. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, and it also just depends. Like if you're going to a place like I don't know Z Bar or like playing the O'Shea's where you play for four hours and yeah. you do that. That's that's beyond the pale. I mean, that's no no bueno for anybody. I mean, yeah. Me anyway, these days, to each his own. But, you know, once you do that and have done all that, uh, it becomes super important to when you do play. It's about the experience and the music, especially when you go all, all original and stuff. So, Well, I, I know people had to, once you did start playing for people, have to say, hey, you know, people want to hear this. People got to hear this. Yeah, well, actually, I remember now what the first one was. It was... Um, a Deer Park Porch Fest. Okay. Yeah, 2020, yeah. 2021. And, oh, um, we played that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Seriously? Yep. Isn't that the one we played now? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That year? Yep. I think, oh, it, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, Sweet. that was cool. It was yeah. a, it's a great thing. I love that they do that. And uh, yeah, I was living in Cherokee Triangle at the time and was just walking down to the the coffee shop that starts with an S. So I don't remember what it Sefai. is. Sefi. Sefi. Yeah, that's the one. And um, was like, oh, you could sign up for this thing, and and it was fun, and I got a lot of really good compliments from strangers that day, and that was that was really encouraging. But then it was like, okay, I I loved the intimate part of it, like mm -hmm. where I could stop and tell stories about the songs, mm -hmm. and um, 
like seeing Lyle Lovett play, like he does the same thing. He'll yeah. he'll play a four minute song and tell a ten minute story leading up to it and mm-hmm. fifteen minutes afterwards and then yeah, so I I love that style of it. So yeah. Yeah, it was a cool festival, man. Yeah. That's a good if that's your first thing ever, that's awesome because everybody that was out and supporting that went out to hang out and watch music. Oh yeah. So you don't have a picture of what it is in your head, do you? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Okay, I, just I, think I saw it on. Yeah. yeah, it's super cool, man. On people's porches, mainly. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm in I saw that, different videos and things on social media, you know, where people took cell phone videos and things. Yeah, I'm on the I'm in that area every day. So I was walking it uh during work and just would hear a little bit here, hear a little bit there, nice. hear a little bit here. It was cool. And then yeah. I then we played it. Nice. Uh the day. I had a I had a day that day. <laughs> so when good. did you uh when did you first record? Started recording, it was 2018 or 2019, I think. It was, I think I started messing around with it in 2018. And then uh, 2019, I had a batch of original songs that I was like, okay, we're going to do this. And I just do it at home. I do it one track at a time. I love that. That's so much fun. Is it something you were uh, not secretive about, but just real quiet about? Something you just kind of did to yourself, and or did you? Yeah, I I I had like an Instagram page. I was like, I was like, hey, people. I'm like, I mean, that's my generation, though. You know, I've had like 15 different Instagram pages just for like different runoff projects I was doing, and uh, yeah, so I just like was like, hey, people, this is something I'm trying out. Follow along if you like, and. It's it stuck a little bit and like wasn't doing any shows or anything. But I was like, oh, I wrote four songs and played some instruments and had some friends help on it and all that. And people were like, hey, this is this is fun and this is cool. Um, so yeah, just kind of did about that for a couple of years. I still don't go into studios though. I I love recording it. Like yeah, I, was, I, I wanted to be yeah the DIY stuff that's big. I wanted to do like audio engineering school for the longest time. And just ended up not wanting to do it for work, so yeah. it's been a it's been a good passion though. So yeah, yeah, it's been a great well, hobby. Let's hear another one. All right, what do you got for us? This one's called Spare. Uh, it's another one from oh. this new. Uh, new I knew album. I wore this shirt for a reason, man. Your bow and shirt. My bow and shirt. Let's see the shirt. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Who's that? I don't know. Uh, All right. He was better at bowling than me. I rolled a sixteen in five frames this weekend, didn't I? <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I swear they're the 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 ball or something or the lanes were not straight. One of them was about three, three pins a frame, <laughs> <laughs> and you get two balls a frame, right? I don't know. So you right? you barely averaged more than a pin per ball. Why are you making fun of me, man? Anyway, <laughs> all right. Not very good it was very very bad bowling, Sorry, but man. it was fun. Well, Nate, here's the bad thing though. There were four of us. And my wife won. We got started late, so they, they closed on us. We only got five frames. My wife won in five frames with a 40. <laughs> yeah. I think she beats everybody by like eight pins. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're doing, y'all. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be throwing It's okay. There was a lot of alcohol before. Yeah. All right. Spare. Spare. Ellie's on the record of this one, too. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is one that, uh, yeah. I, I'm happy with this song. All right. Well, I would like to fly on the wings of a sparrow. Could you spare me an arrow? I've got to hit home. I was born to be roaming. 
the middle of earth and all of its edges for all that it's worth I'll send you a message in the mouth of a pigeon could you spare me the ink and come sit at my side I could give you a ride on the wings of a sparrow or the walls of a stronghold much younger than this I'll handle the bliss of a warm cup of coffee and a bird and a bee and a tail we all know I would like to fly on the wings of a spirit I'll die to be near it, oh, carry me home. Well, yesterday, I gazed on a bouquet of roses frozen, preserved in a coldly kept hall. I called you over and told you to hurry. My vision was blurry. Tell me what you saw. A bouquet of tulips in the tip. Cold tundra, my two eyes bore witness, but I still don't believe. I won't lie to me, darling. Just lie down beside me. Oh, spare me the headache and listen to us breathe. That sinus infection is showing, right? Oh, sounded good. It sounds great. <laughs> I would like to fly on the wings of a sparrow Oh, spare me the sorrow It's all that I know I was born to be Roman And leave you a story And all those before me may carry me home Yeah, so you were, uh, you talked about Ellie being on that song, and I could hear her playing while you were playing mm -hmm. that. I, oh, I was yeah. hearing it in my head. Yeah. yeah, I was listening to a lot of Roger Miller around that time, too. And, Roger uh, Miller. Like a dutiful, he's talking to his important thing. Like, like, a lot of day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it really, uh, I felt like he was shining through. And I, uh, a couple people had told me that they were like, man, you kind of have a Woody Guthrie thing going on. And I was like, okay, I'm going to lean into it for a little mm. bit then. And then yeah. uh, it was fun. So, yeah. Yeah. It was all a fun thing. I love it. Sounds great. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Apologies oh. for the 
nose think again, but yeah. yeah, well, that was throwing me off. I got in my head. It sounded that, good, man. That's a big thing that happens, though, with like the live stuff, too. Like, I, you know, it's just self confidence things. Like, I mean, yeah, you talk about like the like anxiety stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever like had like anxiety issues or anything, but definitely just like like imposter issues and all that. Like, just like who am I to get up and do anything like that? But yeah, yeah, yeah you just get up and do it, I guess. Nerves and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, well, you got it, man. Yeah. You know, I definitely get get that. And I think, you know, it kind of it kind of goes with Roger Miller. You know, when we had uh, Tyler Lance Walker Gill, you know, we had him out for that Uh-oh. BA show. He played a host set of Roger Miller. He played a host set of Roger Miller. That was awesome. He played a host set of Roger Miller and then sang one of his uh, songs that he wrote at the end that's unbelievable. But I do remember him saying something to the effect that I, I'm not going to sing my songs because that's just silly or like something like that. Like to the effect that kind of, it kind of felt like he was like, I'm that, it, you know, when everybody that I know and like that was two years ago, it was in my top two or three on the Spotify year and review his record yeah. because it's just, it was so well written. It sounded like, so it was, and I, so I think that that's common among people, yeah. unless they're the uber confident, I'm the best or, yeah. you know, the, and he is, he he's probably one of the best live performers around as far as working a crowd. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things I remember about that show other than, you know, a whole hour of Roger Miller. He played 57 songs yeah. to fill his time. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Not really, but close. Roger Miller's songs are so short, man. Yeah. Like two I mean, he played Roger Miller for an hour to a crowd that had no idea a guy was going to play Roger Miller for an hour, and he had that crowd in the palm of his hand for oh, an yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rogers was giving him good stuff to yeah, work with, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. the thing. And then he played his song at the end. Everybody's like, why in the hell didn't he play his stuff? It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Yard was. Selling. I hope he eventually releases it, but go watch Yard Selling on our one, one shot, shot and tell me that's not one of the best damn songs you've ever heard. <laughs> I listened to that thing. What was his name? Tyler Lance Walker Gill. Have you seen him with his band? I've with seen the bits band. and pieces, oh, but my. he's so... They are so tight. Yeah. Uh, I think they're playing coming up. Z-Bar... March maybe, Lee they, and, yeah. Lee and I went last time, and they, his band is so tight. Yeah, yeah. they're he's awesome. a phenomenal musician. But yeah, he gives man. you a lot of names to remember. I yeah. ain't dead, <laughs> but it's hard not to because it's like, man, I, is he kidding? And then, you, yeah. then you remember it, and you're like, all right, yeah. hell. It kind of helps. It adds to his to his thing because if you got to give that initial amount of energy just to remember the name in the first place, then like you're going to remember it at that point. So it, yeah, it's almost like. It's almost like him singing a set of Roger Miller. You just wonder, is the joke on me? <laughs> is he making me remember all these names because the joke's on me here and I remember them. I'm going to remember them, but here yep. we go. This is damn great. He leans in hard to w- yeah. w- whatever it is, yeah. and it's, it's phenomenal. So, Nate, our listeners want to... Uh... Follow you a little more closely. Where do they find your music that's out there? Where do they find you? Yeah, it's uh, Nate Brooks. And uh, you can get on the Instagram. It's Nate Brooks Tunes on there. And yeah, just search Nate Brooks online and that, that'll that be it. Got and it. listen to the whole damn album from start Dude, to finish. It's better that way. It's definitely better that way. Alone. Yeah, yeah. That was modern <laughs> mythology with that one. And then this one's going to be Picacho. Got the Picacho got the hat. repping for it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Picacho. When's this going to be released? Uh, hoping around April. Right yeah, on, man. Start putting some stuff up around March or so. Awesome. Got to get with Max and get some of the get the polishing touches up on it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, yeah, I listened right to there. the record start to finish today, man. It was good. I, well, it was you. definitely a very digestible start to finish. Easy, easy to listen to. Good. And yeah. uh, I suggest to listen to it start to finish myself. Yeah, there you uh, go. It was a heart project. That yeah. that one it, it meant a lot to be able to like sit down and write like a cohesive thing. That was what I always wanted to do. Was like I never wanted to do an album until I had like a whole thought start to finish with, and that definitely does. And like I, um, it it really meant a lot to like have an actual um, platform to be able to say like it kind of call people out on it. Like the whole point yeah. of the album is like people make up answers for what life is about all the time, and like. You know, nobody really knows what the answers are. You just kind of have to go with it and figure out a way to be happy where you are. But um, nice, mm-hmm. yeah. It was it was a very fun album to be making. It meant a lot to me. It was teaching me a lot of lessons as I was going through it, and hope that it's doing the same for people that get to hear it. So phenomenal, man. Yeah. Cool. I know you're not feeling tops, but do you have one more? Anything you can take us out with? Yeah, yeah. I got you. All yeah, right, bring it on. Tell us what we have here. Oh. <laughs> Should we do a short little one or a long one? Whatever you want to do, man. Yeah, Yeah, whichever one you think people would like to hear the most. Yeah, we'll we'll do the short one. It's a fun one. Okay. This this is a song. I did this, let's see, two months ago or so. It's called Caught Staring in a Puddle. I was texting a friend, and he said, oh, that's deep. And uh, I was like, I don't know if it's that deep. It might be more of a puddle. (laughs) 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 The whole kind of thing just kind of went off the rails, and then... Uh, about 10 minutes later was this song. So, there you go. Yeah, we got hey. it for you. All yeah. right. Yeah. I found a dime and a nickel. Shouldn't a nickel be worth more? What are either of them for? If I can't even up the score, I'll make a dollar out of putty and buy the butt of a limousine. To money hungry, money's power. But to me, it's gasoline. And I'm the car. We are the highway, we are the demolition derby I'm El Camino, ain't no Herbie I'm fully loaded like a potato I drop my nickel down in a puddle I drop my jaw at what I saw And I can't tell you, cause I can't say So come again on another day Who's to say, what's the truth? Where'd you get all of your proof? You had a thought, but then poof It's returned back to the wind Keep my pennies in a tin So I never go broke again Then I gave them all to my friend Cause what is worth, worth anyway All right. Thanks again, man. Thank you all for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure.